Hey beautiful people, welcome back to another episode of the In Between Podcast. My name is Ayek and I host this show, I host this podcast, I host this conversation. If you're new to the podcast, well, as I've said now, I feel safe that my name is Ayek. And I started this podcast now three years ago, doing a lot of interesting things, but decided to zero in on God. Um, the same time that I was zeroing on God in my personal life is the same time I started zeroing on God in on the podcast. So you don't have to believe in God to listen to this podcast or to relate to the conversations that we have. But we have three tenets here on the podcast. Healing, peace, freedom, and not in that particular order. If it comes all at once, like with it, however it comes, like let it just come. If the sound sounds a little far off, that is because I'm <laughs> doing something different this week. We had some technical difficulties and had to pivot because one thing we're gonna stick to is the consistency thing we're not playing that game of oh it's okay like maybe next week this is this yeah we're not doing that we're not doing that this year because there's so much that needs to be said and so many things that should have been said but like weren't because i wasn't being a serious person but alas here we are so if you really want to interact with this please feel free <clears throat> to go over to my youtube and you will see me looking like a school teacher like i literally I say this about myself all the time. I'm like, I look like a fifth grade teacher, but this particular look that I have on, if a parent doesn't mistakenly ask me what their child, their grade is right now, I would be really surprised. Like from the lipstick to the glasses, the this sweater, the earrings, everything. But I'm the fun fifth grade teacher, like the, the English and history teacher. Cause you know, the US education system make teachers combine subjects. Cause you know, high turnover rate <clears throat> little funding shout out u.s education system okay 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 we're spilling tea already we just got here and we're already spilling tea how are you how has the week been so far if any of you guys are fasting how is the fasting going i had some very interesting just very interesting thoughts on fasting or like let me not say thoughts i had revelations on fasting that were very liberating to me I just had an idea of fasting like first of all I thought you had to be like I'm fasting like I even the even literally Jesus said like nobody needs to know that you're fasting but I thought in my mind that fasting made me pious or like made me some I don't know how to explain it it just made me feel religious like I'm really doing this Jesus thing like for real this thing is real nobody like it's not a joke I'm not playing here and it was just that it didn't really go further i've done fasting like oh fast for marriage fast for breakthrough which breakthrough and that breakthrough but like even during the fast i wasn't taking it seriously like <laughs> the first 20 the first 20 days of the 21 days i'm thinking about food and how quickly i can break my fast and stuff like that so fasting has been interesting but i just had some revelations recently about fasting uh that have made i wouldn't say made fasting easier but it's changed my perspective on fasting and my desire to fast and why I fast and what the intentions are. I'm still unfolding the why because people are like, you're not supposed to fast to get things from God. Okay. 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 Hey, like relax. Okay. Fine. 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 But like, I, I'm trying, I'm still trying to unfold that. But the practice of fasting itself, a lot of things have changed in my mind. Thanks to God and him and the Lord revealing things to me. Um, so today we're going to talk about something. I mean, I always talk about something spicy on this podcast. If you're new, see ya.
I've said before, there's certain episodes, certain conversations that we're going to have that you just want to send it to your friend because you, you're not, you're like, you're going to want to physically fight after listening. But I feel more and more what really needs to happen is go on Amazon, order handcuffs or like those unbreakable rope things that people put around boxes, tie your hand to a chair, make yourself immobile and force yourself to listen to this, like force yourself to listen to this because we're not joking about this healing thing specifically. Like when I say it's non-negotiable, we're actually not joking. But how do we heal if we don't address what's been going on? I want to talk about why I was mad at God and occasionally find myself being mad at God right now and talk about <laughs> the journey and the experience and how I think a lot of the times our experiences with anger at God and frustration with God are basically the same <laughs> or similar. My biggest reason for being angry at God has been disappointment. Like I have this idea of how I want my life to be and how this was supposed to happen and how that was supposed to happen and it going completely opposite. Or hearing this word or hearing this thing and I'm like, oh yes, 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 this is for me, like what is going to happen and then it doesn't. Now add disappointment with a little bit of embarrassment, like being embarrassed, humiliation surrounding the disappointment. Because one thing about me, hey, which, you know, the Lord really had to check me on, like I talk a lot. Make no mistake, if you see me in person, you may be like, this lady, she's Iron Lady vibe. She's not much of a talker. I talk a lot. We've been introduced through the podcast or through YouTube so that you know that I talk a lot. <laughs> and I had a sort of mismanagement of ways that I would provide information or give information to people about things in my life. So instead of asking God like, hey Lord, what do you think? Is this just my idea or is this what you really want? I'd be so quick to tell people and make these definitive decisions and definitive ideas telling people. And then when it didn't work out, I'd be so embarrassed like, dang. And then also like, Lord, I thought you told me this, like what's tea, what's going on? I can 100% tell you it's always been surrounding men and maybe one time with a job. <laughs> It's always been about men and um, one time, yeah, I think one time, oh, one time it was and being a part of an organization. We'll talk about that whole thing. I have a story time on that, but becoming a member of an organization and all of these things. But yeah, so that's on a lighter note. But I think one of the biggest disappointments that I sometimes I'm in the healing process and still ongoing the healing process, but one of the biggest instances of disappointment that I really had to tell God one time in 2020 like I do not forgive you I h word you like just all kinds of stuff was the loss of my brother so I'm not going to go into too much detail on the situation or what happened but let me start off with this if you are an older sister to a brother especially I wouldn't even just say like African culture depending on the age gap your brother is your baby my brother was my firstborn like don't get me wrong my sister was close to my brother but my brother and i were very very close he was my child everybody knows that everybody knows that and knew that he was my child and a lot of things and struggles that he went to even when i was too too young to understand them i felt what he was going through so i unfortunately saw him go through a lot of challenges not that he was an unhealthy child or anything or whatever, but he had challenges and, and being there firsthand, seeing it and experiencing it like felt painful, felt like I had to protect him, felt like I had to save him. So um, I'm no, a junior in undergrad and 
he had gotten sick before he had, he had gotten sick previously and i was there and we were like panicking we were so scared we thought you know it was something like we thought he was going to die and i just remember being so grateful like lord thank you lord that this boy did not die like thank you that my baby is still here you know that whole thing and then a few years later he goes on a trip i get a call the morning like in the morning and my dad tells me oh your brother's in a coma he's not feeling like he's not he's sick or whatever so just come home long story short my dad said that because i mean he could not come to terms with saying that you know his son had passed away and finding out that my brother passed away now that was the first part but the disappointment came when i had faith throughout that entire day when we found out that he had passed away i was literally preaching to people that no like he's going to come back to life even though my faith was just nowhere up there and thinking that i heard heard God say something that I misinterpreted. So dealing with the shock of my brother passing away, dealing with the shock of death, I'd never seen death up close before, like never expected it to be my baby. And by my baby, I mean my brother, like not the child that I, the children that I would give birth to, but like never thought it would be my brother. And then the disappointment of, this is the one time I had faith. This is the one time I like put myself out there and believe that you can do it. And you tell me this thing and then it doesn't happen how I thought. It would happen i was mad and i didn't want to be honest with god about it because i was told that like how will you be telling god what is that even though one of my friends had advised me he's like you know talk to god like tell god how you feel genuinely from your heart like that's the only way you guys are going to make progress and he's going to be able to heal you and i'm like okay hold on i know what you're saying and shout out to my friend he's puerto rican <laughs> and I'm sure Puerto Ricans have similar cultures, but he's, you know, like westernized and stuff a bit. And or that's why I saw him. I'm like, oh, this guy, he hangs out around too many non -black. He hangs around too many white people. That's why he's saying all this stuff. Like, no, you can't just what's that you say that will say say how I really feel to God. Like, no, it harnered a lot of bitterness. And that was I can't say that I trusted God completely. But definitely after that instance, I'm like, I'm just praying to you because just in case just in case you kill someone else in my family because I was convinced that the Lord healed my brother. Just in case. Let me just pray just in case, in case you get mad. So our entire relationship was me constantly living in fear that people were going to die and that God was responsible for it. I think I've said this on a previous episode. So one day in 2020, I'm coming back, you know, tons of other disappointments. I'm going to say tons, maybe like two or three. Two disappointments surrounding men or whatever had taken place. I'm in my room and the Lord is like, you're mad at me. I'm like, <clears throat> what did he say, sir? You're mad at me. But these were the words he used. You have not forgiven me. And I'm like, how can you not forgive God? Like, what do you mean you can't? You haven't forgiven me. How can you practice unforgiveness against God? But then I was like, you know what? Yeah, let me tell you a little bit about this and this. And by the way, you know, you go through that whole journey. And I'm not going to say that it was an overnight thing where I was able to reconcile with God. And what I mean by reconcile, because Jesus Christ has reconciled us with God. What I mean is like make peace with him and just at the very least accept what happened. One of the painful things surrounding my brother's passing was people were trying to encourage me like, oh, God knew what was ahead. And that's why he, he allowed your brother to go when he did. For me, in my mind, even now, I can't reconcile how a 17-year-old boy would die on a trip. And especially the way that my brother passed away. I, my mind, I'm not understanding what the Lord was, was protecting him from. 
I'm open to understanding it a little bit more now and I accept that God had his reasons for why it had to happen because I, you know, I see COVID and all of these things. I'm like, who knows? Who knows what could have happened? But in my mind, I'm like, why do, why kids gotta die? Maybe so maybe you shouldn't die. Please, 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 please. Well, he wasn't a baby, he was 17. So I say all this to preface what I want to talk about today because I understand what it means to be disappointed by God or feel disappointed by God or be disappointed because a lot of times we have our ideas of what we want. We have expectations or even simple things like, I thought my brother was going to outlive me. The 17 year old boy, I thought he was going to outlive me. He'd be, you know, taking me to a senior sit. Well, he, he would have been close to my age, but you know what I mean? Taking me, we'd be going to senior citizen, community care together, whatever, playing softball with the other senior citizens or whatever. I understand what disappointment feels like. I understand why you would feel disappointed. And it can be what some people may think as, oh, that's stupid. Are you mad at God because of this? Like, I am. And what about it? There's nothing too big or too small in terms in terms of um, why the reason why people should feel disappointed. I know a lot of people have had ex experiences where, oh, I thought this person was the one and then they're not. Or... I thought this was a job and then they did a mass layoff where they laid off everyone. They laid, they laid me off and not anyone else. I get, I get the, <clears throat> the issue, but, um, I want to comfort you with a few things. First and foremost, this is probably the most annoying part of what I'm going to say. God's ways are not our ways. For example, there may have been that guy in your life that you're like, oh, he's the one despite the red flags, or even if there were no, even if there were no red flags. Oh, he's the one. He's the one. Everyone says it. They say we look good together, all of this stuff. And then it doesn't happen. And you're just like, God knows why. Who knows who he is behind closed doors? Who, who knows what would happen in six years? Who knew if he even had genuine intentions for you? I personally do not believe in the whole thing of, oh, maybe the Lord is just showing you what's possible so he can bring the other thing. That stuff like God, God is buying time, it, that's... <clears throat> Just remove that from your thought process. Oh, the Lord just wanted to show you what was possible. That's why he brought this person into your life. But then they had to, <clears throat> but they played their role and they had to go. No, 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 no. Because if you think about it, it does not make sense. Why would God tease you? Do you understand? Why would God tease you? It doesn't even make sense for God to tease you. On what grounds? Oh, let me hang this carrot over your head. Then, would that not fit the narrative or the assumption that people have that God is wicked? Or even sometimes we have? Because there was a time I thought God is wicked. He's mean. He's a mean. So just remove that from your thought process. God's ways are his ways. Sometimes he reveals to us the why or the thought process. Sometimes he doesn't and he doesn't have to. Number two, it can be hard circling back after a disappointment to people. Oh, you know, I had this big deal. <clears throat> Not me, but you know, I had this big contract and then this and this happened. But you have to you have to liberate yourself from that shame because it causes isolation. Oh, I was working at this big law firm and then they fired me in three days. So like, I can't tell my family. So I, I haven't spoken to them or seen them in six months because I don't know what I will say. What will people say? There has to be liberation from that. That is another, that's another reason. That's another factor that makes certain types of disappointments so debilitating because we're like, oh my gosh, what will people say? Um, I think that was a big thing for me in certain disappointments, <laughs> certain, certain disappointments that I faced. I think that was a big thing. What would people say? So we have to understand that 
that liberation of concerning ourselves with what people will say, it no concern you. Fear of man, validation, all of those things. There's a fear of starting over. Where will I start from? Hmm. I've been doing this for five years. Where am I going to start from? I don't have time. I met him when I was 25. Now I'm 35. Where do I start from? But it's, ah, what other choice do you have? You, you have to start. You know, Kukuke choice. You got to start. Like, you have to start. The sooner, the better. I understand how you feel and why it would also make you mad at God because you start having questions like, why would you even allow this? For me, I find myself even in slight inconveniences being like, Lord, you really down for me? Like, I'm not saying I don't believe, but you really, you really down the ride? Because this is an inconvenience. Sometimes the inconveniences are an attack, right? Sometimes the things that go wrong are an attack. But at the end of the day, we have to get to the bottom of what it is. Lord, is this an attack? Is this a part of the process? What is this? And when you've you've come to the realization that it's not an attack, even if it is a, even if it is an attack, there's nothing that God cannot deliver you from, right? You know, we can go to God and say, Lord, deliver me, save me, protect me, all of those things, right? But when you're there, when it's not an attack and you know that it's just a part of the process, it's a part of the unfolding, like I like to say, what do I do in the in-between? Give me signs. And you see, I at this point, I will list out my demands. I always preface, Lord, I have seven things that I would like to request. I'm going to list them out. If this is a part of your process, fine. Let it be a part of your process. But this is this and this. I need this, this, this and this in order to get through this. I think that's that's um, one thing that will strengthen us and keep us going. A few Bible verses that have really been sitting with me. I hope you guys liked last week's. We did something a little different. Just some Bible verses because I know child anxiety we rebuke you in jesus name but you know sometimes you just need sometimes you just need some words to hold you over so i hope you guys enjoyed that but um one verse that's coming to my mind right now and i want to get the right translation not the right translation but the translation that really hit home for me it was twas 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 psalm 23 3 he gives me new strength he guides me in the right paths as he promised so it's that last part as he promised. I'm going to compare it to another translation that says, He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. So that means the Lord bringing honor to his name and keeping his promise is one and the same. It's what, like, as he promised, keeping his word brings honor to his name by keeping his word. So I want to encourage you with this. If you are experiencing any level of disappointment, I don't know the details. I don't know why. My suggestions, my honest suggestions, feel the emotions, feel how you feel. Do not sugarcoat them. Let's not use church English or religious words to sugarcoat pain and frustration and offense and anger like, and grief. No, 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 no. We're not going to do that immediately. No, that's not what we do. Go to God with it. Listen, I'm offended. How, how can you, what, what kind of, Lord, what is this? Be honest with God. Like, we have to spill tea with God. This is offensive. This is sad. I feel disappointed. I feel like you failed me. All of those things. Say those things. And sit with it. Find out why. Find out who, as many details as you can possibly gain, or you feel like the Lord is willing to reveal to you. And give yourself time. Give yourself time to heal from the disappointment. If you're feeling any level of disappointment, give yourself time to heal. I hope that helps, guys. I know I'm keeping it short and sweet for now, but we're going back to our longer episodes once we get technical difficulties sorted out. But if you're not following me yet on the gram, follow me at underscore the in between podcast at 
the in at underscore the in between podcast. If you have any thoughts, comments, ideas, etc., hit me up. Send me a message or an email actually at podcast.inbtwn at gmail.com. That is podcast.inbtwn at gmail.com. Let's talk. I will speak to you guys next week. Take care. Bye for now. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Stay well, stay beautiful, stay you in between now and when we meet again. Bye for now.